We have a whole squad that can really hoop and get the job done. We got our way to win. It's simple for us. The first team ever in the 74-year history of the NBA to come back from being down 3-1 twice in the same playoffs. Nuggets down one into Murray. Here we go. Ten seconds. Murray to Jokic. Jokic. Welcome back to another episode of the Chicken Nuggets podcast. I'm your host, Jenna Garcia, back from the All-Star game. Oh my god, it did not feel like much of a break, to be honest with y'all. It felt like it was exhausting. I think I slept like seven hours from, let's see, Friday to Sunday. Yeah. So... So yeah, not much sleep for me this weekend, but it was totally worth it. An absolute blast. Um, Even though it was in Utah, even though it was in Utah, I will say Utah did their very, very best to try to ruin our fun, but we did not let them ruin our fun. We had a great time anyways, and we're going to get into all those details, some behind the scenes, and all of my thoughts on how the events went on this episode of the Chicken Nuggets podcast. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Before we jump into all the details of the All-Star Weekend, um, let's just remember where the Nuggets were before we left them, right? They had just beaten the Mavs. Um, They'd won three of their last four games, four of their last five games, seven of their last nine games. They had won a lot of games at home. I forget. I think it's 26-4 and at home, their home record being the number one in the league right now. Jamal Murray had been out for a little bit with some right knee inflammation due to um, when he's compensating, right? He's compensating from his left knee because it was his left knee that had the ACL tear. So if you're confused or you're like wondering if I said the wrong knee, his left knee had the ACL tear, but he's been compensating with his right knee. So his right knee has been tight. It's been inflamed. And he sat out for the majority of the games prior to the all-star break which I thought was a good decision. Obviously, the more rest, the better. Um, And we want Jamal to be really healthy because I have got to tell y'all, 
I spent the entire weekend literally defending the Denver Nuggets and why I think they're going to win a championship and nobody else believes it. So Nikola cannot do it without Jamal. He needs Jamal healthy. I'm fine with him taking a break. Y'all should be fine with it too. Aaron Gordon had also been sitting out during those games, his last game being the one against Orlando. Of course, he's going to play against his old team. He put up buckets in that game, and I'm guessing at some point in that game, he bruised his rib. So he has a bruise on his ribs, and he's still listed as out even after the two weeks. So that's definitely concerning uh, and something to keep an eye on. Their next game is... Thursday at Cleveland and he is out for that game he's already listed out the other players listed out for that game include Zeke Naji, Jack White has now been reassigned to the G League and Colin Gillespie obviously I'm like super stuffed up from the weekend because it was freezing in Utah can the NBA like choose better locations how come everyone for the Super Bowl was in Phoenix and we're in, like, Utah only a week later, and the weather is drastically different. It's not cool, man. I'm all stuffed up. I, like, spoke to, I don't know, three or four other people who were down there this weekend, and they're all stuffed up, too. So, and then coming back to Denver. So, and, of course, snow. I came back just in the nick of time to catch the next snowstorm. So, thanks, Denver. Man, it's been rough. But, yes, I'm a little stuffed up right now. So, their game is... Thursday against the Cavs, and those are the guys listed out already. Jamal Murray, questionable. Hopefully Jamal is able to play in that game, but again, with so many guys out, I feel like you just take this as a scheduled loss and not worry about it. You might even be able to get the win. The Nuggets have played better teams. Eh, not better teams, because the Cavs have a pretty good defense, but the Nuggets like won against the Jazz with like seven players, and only one of them was Jamal Murray, and everybody else was out. So... They have one, you know, with the Magnificent Seven, as we call them here in Denver. <laughs> Literally, I had such an awakening to how the little bubble we live in in Denver and how small, how really, really small it is compared to the rest of the NBA. And <laughs> we think the Magnificent Seven was something like so well known and big, a big moment for the franchise. No, no, nobody knows about it, guys. Nobody, let me just <laughs> reassure you that nobody has heard of these moments for the Denver Nuggets and nobody really believes in them. Um, I got into Salt Lake City on Friday morning just in time for Basketball Without Borders where I was able to catch up with some of the Nuggets front office people, some of their um, scouts. It was a really good time. We got to watch some of the younger players from international players. Um, only one player from the DR, only one player from Mexico, and I think like two Serbian players. So just kind of watching some of the younger kids that morning. And then that night was the celebrity game. So, which was just kind of hilarious for me. Like it was fun. It was a fun first event. And I'm glad like that they did it on that night because I was tired, probably would have been too tired to like focus on anything important that night but it was it was an interesting event um I was shocked at how bad some of the celebs were to be honest with you guys like genuinely shocked you you have to have some some 
some confidence to go out there and just like run around and smile and wave. Like, <laughs> but I guess that's what the All Stars did on Sunday. So who cares, right? It was a fun game to watch for sure. They play six players on the court for each team in the second half, which I thought was kind of interesting. It definitely is getting away from basketball, but we might as well in that situation where there's not actual athletes on the court. Um, but this was like not even a good pickup game, like in my opinion, right? Uh, I guess DK Metcalf, he he was dope. He could ball. Um, Alex Toussaint, the Peloton coach, I always take his classes. Love him. Love you, Alex. Um, he actually could hoop, and he was pretty confident coming into the tournament uh, on the red carpet. He, you know, nobody had any questions for him, and it was kind of like a media scrum. And I guess he was like, "All right, I guess nobody knows about how he won MVP last year for the celebrity game." So, I guess he was kind of throwing that out there. The two ballers that were actually on the court, though, were the two WNBA players who played in the game. Um, DeShields and I'm spacing the other girl's name, Arike from the Dallas Wings. Both of them were obviously hoopers. Like one of the girls, uh, I'm not, I don't remember which team she was on, but um, she got the jump ball and she immediately goes to throw the outlet pass perfectly throws the pass and nobody's there of course not why because it was albert pujos who was supposed to catch up to that ball and man albert cannot move like he used to move um so that was hilarious nikki jam osuna you guys let me down my latinos that you i thought you guys could hoop and you went out there and it was not nice it was not some great hooping like i could beat y'all one-on-one but it was fun to watch, of course. Uh, the Miz hit a half-court shot, and that was awesome. That was really, like, the highlight of the night, I feel like, other than Metcalf's dunk that he had. That was cool, too. But then they had the Rising Stars game. So we went from the uh, celebrity game at 5 o'clock, and then you had to go to a different stadium, the, to the Jazz Stadium at 7 for the Rising Stars game. This was, like, four teams this year, which I like that setup. Four teams. That way you get... Um, more guys out there that get to participate in it. I think if you're a fan who doesn't watch the NBA nearly as much as I do or as much as somebody who covers the NBA, like this is a great event for you because you're getting a chance to see players who you maybe never heard of because they're not really stars yet, right? Some of them probably are, like Ben Caro definitely is. You probably have had a chance to hear of him before. Uh, Jaden Ivey, you know, if you know basketball, but if you don't know basketball and you're just, you're just an NBA guy, um, you probably haven't heard those names or heard some of the names that were playing in this game. The one thing I didn't like though, was that you had to leave the celebrity game a little bit early if you wanted to catch all of the rising stars game, but I did that anyways. Um, and the Rising Stars um, game was pretty cool. I really liked the setup. The four teams made it more interesting because they were faster games, right? Like playing a pickup game to 12 or something like that. Like it just felt faster and new guys were on the court. So you always were paying attention. And these guys just actually wanted to be there. Like it's their first time doing something like this, right? And so of course they want to be highlighted. They to still need to earn that all-star status. So they're still um playing hard and it was definitely a mess like there were a lot of turnovers there were a lot of passes that were really weird to watch it was definitely like had they been able to play together a little bit longer maybe they would form a little bit more chemistry but 
it was still fun to watch. It was like a pickup game, but with really good players and and a lot of people watching. Um, one thing I will say was that Bones was on a team that didn't have any coaches from the Nuggets on it. I don't know if they did that on purpose, but it's just something I noticed. The final game came down to Team uh, Joakim and Team Pau, and Alvarado hits a three to win it. He ends up winning MVP, which is really exciting for him and for just Puerto Rican basketball in general. He's the first Puerto Rican player to be um, invited to the Rising Stars game, so it's really exciting for them. Uh, Quentin Grimes, he was going at it, and I was with my my friend who is from New York, so he's a Knicks fan, and of course he was like cheering for Grimes and everything, and he was going bucket for bucket with uh, with uh, Powell's team, not just Alvarado, because Alvarado actually didn't have a great final game, but Grimes did. He had 14 points in that final game. If they had won that, he would have definitely been their MVP, but Alvarado had just five points in that final game. He had 13 in the semifinal game against a different team, right? So uh, that was kind of where he like really stood out. He really brought them back into that game and kind of got them the spark that they needed to even make it to the finals. So I think that's why he won MVP, but it was dope to watch uh, the game. And I actually posted a little video of Alvarado and Pau on my Instagram story today. So go check it out there at Vida Viva Diva if you haven't checked it out yet. On Saturday morning, we headed straight to all-star practice pretty early. And of course, the night before we had um, like events with different companies there's a lot of during all-star there's a lot of companies that are brands that are being represented and so they throw parties for their clients and their clients friends and whoever their clients friends send those invites to so there were a lot of um different networking opportunities so there was not much sleep uh, between friday and saturday but saturday morning you had all-star practice which i was so confused like i straight up I don't know why I thought this, but I showed up to the arena thinking like, like it was going to be a Nuggets practice. Like I'm going to walk in these doors and the guys are going to be on the floor and we're just going to be able to watch, you know, practice um, from the floor. And then we'll just ask guys some questions afterwards. No, no guys, they sold out this entire arena for Nuggets practice for, for Nuggets, practice for all-star practice. They sold out an entire arena and then they didn't even practice. They didn't even do like, I don't know, three-man weave or something. There was, like, no running. It was just three-point shots and shooting competitions. I don't even think Jokic shot or did anything. I think he just kind of sat back and watched Luka throw a shot behind his head or something. But then we didn't even really get to watch the practice because there's only, like, 15 minutes of practice that you can watch, and then players start trickling into the media um area and the media area is kind of far not really that far but kind of far between like a five minute walk right so you're going five minute walk to watch the guys practice for five minutes to walk back five minutes later to make sure you're there for their interviews it doesn't make any sense but um practice that was really fun to be in the media day and get a chance to talk to all the different players I talked to Bam Adebayo. I tried to make a point to talk to other players who had had, who had recently or had have had to play against Nikola Jokic specifically, because he was our only All Star there. Um, oh, tidbit about Bones. My bad for not saying this earlier. I totally spaced it, but I heard that 
So his team didn't even make it to the final game, right? And so before the event even ended, he had already left the arena and bounced and was like on a plane at 10 p.m. the same night as one of my friends was coming into Salt Lake. So he didn't even stay for the end of like the awards or anything. Like, dude bounced. But anyways, media day was really fun. I talked to Bam Autobio. I talked to Sabonis. I talked to... um trying to think Jalen Brown Tatum Dame um let me think you know tried to get jump in on a bunch of different guys who were talking and just listen into what they were saying and stuff um Jaw and Jaron Jackson Jr there was a lot of joking back and forth between them of course um Yoke was asked about, you know, if there was a zombie apocalypse, who he would save and who, who he's taking with him to, like, stay alive and who he's leaving behind. He said he's leaving him behind DeAndre Jordan, but only because he couldn't think of anybody else and he's a really big guy. And then he said he was taking... I forget even... I'll have to, I'll have to clip in the video right here. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So Saturday was a really long day after media day. Then we had the HBCU game. So we were kind of all sitting in the arena just watching the HBCU game while we were editing and cutting audio and things like that. Everybody was writing, working. Um, but the stadium had basically emptied out, which was kind of sad. Uh, yeah, because the same stadium they held the practice in, they were holding the game in, which was smart. I think it was a good idea because – if you were in for practice, you could. I think you could probably stay for the game. I don't know if they were separate tickets or not, but they should have just kept, said if you paid for practice, you could stay for the game because it mostly emptied out. It was pretty few people there, uh, which was a bummer, but it was really well done, and um, I enjoyed it. It was a really good game, fun game to watch. And then you went from there to the other arena, which was back at the Jazz official arena, um, the Viv. And you had the skills challenge, the three-point contest, and then the dunk contest to end your night. So this was a long, long day. Practice, like, we were there at, like, 10. So <laughs> the skills challenge, by the time I got there, uh, I didn't even watch it. I was trying to find food, um, water. I was just dying. Um, 
I think it's cool that, like, Giannis gets to have his brothers participate in this thing, like, every year now, kind of. But, like, wouldn't it be cool if Jokic could do it with his brothers? I did hear that Jokic doesn't want to do any endorsement deals or, like, any commercials or anything unless his brothers can be involved in it, which is interesting. But, I mean, Giannis has his brothers involved in everything, so I, I, they're all about family, you know? It's important to them. I did meet uh, the Nasses on Friday night. They were leaving where we were going, the event we were going into, and I just asked him if it was dope inside, if it was fun, and he was like, yeah, it's really fun, but we're tired. We got to go home. So they they were leaving at that point. Um, I caught some of the three-point contest. I did run into some people, and we were chatting, but – uh, the three-point contest, I had Buddy Heel going a little bit further. I I mean, I had him, he still made it to the second round, which is great, great, because I hit my bet. But um, I wanted him to win the whole thing, and Dame ended up winning the whole thing. He had great odds as well. If you saw my TikTok, I mentioned both of them. So he had great odds uh, for winning it, and you just, you, you got to know Dame time is coming. So I should have, I should have thought of that ahead of time, but it was a little bit more exciting than the skills competition, I would say. And then the dunk contest um, was in- insane. It was insane. Um, I do kind of think, like, if Trey Murphy the third had just done the same dunks that Mac had done, maybe Trey would win. I-, I feel like it's because Mac is so short, Like, and that's not like a – a knock on him it's impressive right it's more impressive he's got crazy hops for how short for his height and trey murphy is just kind of like so long so lanky like it's his dunks were like his feet were almost on the ground and he was dunking like it was crazy so i just feel like it was because of his height that he won like because if trey murphy had done those same dunks i don't know if they had would be so impressive you know like they were because of McClung's height, but maybe I'm a hater. Maybe I'm just hating. Then came Sunday, finally, the most important day. So you would think, right? <laughs> so you would think the most important day, but actually, maybe the least important day. A lot of people actually left before the Sunday's e- events, even. So that was kind of interesting. I didn't realize like people would bounce for that. But then once I saw the event, I totally got it, totally understood. There's not very much media availability to the players. Um, We were told before the game, like around 4 o'clock after they finished their rehearsal, uh, like of the halftime show and everything, that we would be able to go out on the court and the guys were going to warm up. And then that was going to be after they did their photos. And then after the game, we could go down to the media room and just – get their scrum like get to talk to them about after the game um we were sort of let on the court uh not exactly at the time that we were told pre-game but we had to wait for a little bit because they were taking longer I think on their rehearsal which was fine we went out there I saw Giannis warm up a little bit but I genuinely don't even know why he played like it made no sense now he's injured he hurt his hand more in the all-star game and LeBron hurt himself more. Like, this is why guys don't want to play in this game. This is why they don't try hard. Like, they threw Jokic an alley-oop, and he didn't even go for it. One, because it was probably too high for him, to be honest. Man can't jump. Two, because 
why would he try to injure himself to do a cool trick in a game that doesn't matter when he has a championship on the line? I feel like it was a really interesting weekend to be a part of because there were so many people criticizing the Nuggets. There were so many people who were saying like they've never done it before. They can't. They don't haven't even gotten to the conference finals much lately. Like it was just one time, um, and it was in the bubble. Blah blah blah. I'm like the Lakers won in the bubble, whatever. But there was a lot of defending of the Nuggets uh, to the rest of the media sphere because they don't really believe in this team, and I don't think they're near. They're not giving Jokic nearly enough credit because he did all of that most of the time without MPJ or Jamal Murray. So that's a big deal. Those guys being back and healthy this season is such a big deal uh, for him to be able to have that success. But it also was like, it just felt like nobody really respects the man, right? But they all want him to win a championship to earn their respect but then they also are mad at him when he doesn't take the All-Star game seriously. But we tell him not that that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you're an All-Star. You're not a real All-Star. You're not a real winner unless you actually have a ring. And you don't have that, so why are you even out here, you goofy loaf of bread man? You know? I don't know. It just kind of feels like... And then Michael Malone goes and says, that was the worst game of basketball we ever seen. I'm like, Mike, can't, I don't understand. I don't know. I Of course he's going to be honest. Of course he is. and But I just feel like people are going to take that out of context. Like, he doesn't mean that, like, he just means that nobody's trying in the game, right? He means, uh, not like it was the worst, worst game. I'm sure if you watch a bunch of three-year-olds play basketball, it's the worst game of basketball. But, like, he's saying, like, it's just not a competitive game, and he cares about competing, and, like, that's all he's supposed to care about too because he's not a real coach, right? And he's not a great coach unless he's actually won a championship. And he's coached great guys like LeBron and in Sacramento where he got fired, so I guess they didn't do great. But now Jokic and and they're trying to cement their place in history and no one's taking them seriously. So then they take the game seriously and respond all serious and boring at the All-Star game and everyone's like, this is why no one likes you guys. <laughs> Do you get what I mean? It's just a bit, it's a bit full circle, but whatever. It was fun to argue with people, and I think Jokic said it best in his clip where he said, like, it's already posted on Denver Stiffs, but he talked about how he doesn't care about what anybody says. He didn't care that he wasn't on any of the graphics. He doesn't mind that they're not getting any of the attention. They're just going to go in and go to work, and that they built a system, a basketball system that's really working, and it continues to work, and they're going to trust in it. And then he's waving at fans in the crowd instead of catching a pass. It was hilarious. It was a hilarious entire just like event. I didn't, I thought, I guess like in my head, if I think about like my childhood in the All-Star game, I have these memories of like really fun basketball games, but this was not a really fun basketball game. I've seen more fun games played at, at Ball Arena. Um, or the four-overtime game in Portland, those games that really mattered, right? Uh, those games were a lot more fun than what we watched. So I don't know what the what the solution is to fixing it. I heard a lot of people just watched on social media and didn't watch in real, you know, real time, didn't watch live. I, I'm one of those healthy people that thinks it's okay to walk away from sports for a minute if you need a break. 
And I don't think you missed anything at the All-Star game if you didn't pay attention to it. You know, I know people think that All-Star game has a lot of ties to what other team, what teams do later, the moves they make. You know, like who LeBron drafts has something to do with who he's going to try to trade for in the offseason or something. I don't know if that's entirely true. You probably could find correlations, but I don't know. I don't know if the casual fan needs to be watching it so uh, or paying attention to those details because somebody's going to tell you anyways later in a story down the line when it happens. What I will say, despite the fact that a lot of the media people I spoke to didn't really have a lot of faith in the Denver Nuggets this week, and a lot of, the, a lot of Jokic's peers did have a lot of faith in him. A lot of Jokic's peers, the other guys that I spoke to, Bam, Sabonis, they said a lot of positive things about Jokic. They only rave about what he does on the floor. They're impressed by what he's able to do. I don't I don't know if like the average person isn't impressed by Jokic or the average NBA fan isn't impressed by him because you can't be seven foot and eat whatever you want basically and be that athletic or that skilled. Um so I guess there's no like resonating with the regular fan, but as a person who's watched him night in and night out, I can say like, you don't want to take this time for granted. This has been a, such a fun time in basketball and you will learn from Nikola Jokic. Every single person who watches him play or who's played with him is a better fan of the game and a better player of the game because of how he spreads the floor and how he passes the ball and how he creates on offense. It's fun to watch. So I don't know. I still don't get it. I still defended the Nuggets to the death of me, as I assume you all knew I would. But overall, my thoughts on our All-Star Weekend is I enjoyed myself because I got a chance to meet a lot of cool people in the industry. But I don't know if as a fan I would ever pay to go to something like that. Just saying. Save your money, watch from home. You know what I mean? That's going to do it for me on this episode of the Chicken Nuggets podcast, guys. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll be back after the Cavs game. Hopefully, Jamal will be back and playing in that rotation, but we'll be keeping you up to date on all the social media at Vida Viva Diva. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.